I don't see so many people without a mask on today. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? What the fuck don't you understand? Coronavirus ain't going nowhere anytime soon. Cause you motherfuckers don't understand. Wear a damn mask so we can get up out this shit. Cause I'm tired. I'm tired of the shit. Tired of talking to my walls. Tired of talking to myself. Tired of talking to my wigs. I'm ready to get up out this hell. Wear a damn mask. Put your motherfucking mask on so we can get the fuck out of here. Hallelujah. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I am Chris. I'm Doyen, a.k.a. Ellie off of Fatal Affair. Okay, so... <laughs> I did not watch Fatal Affair. I'm just gonna... <laughs> after, after, like, seeing my timeline in shambles about it, um, also, I felt like it was something you were gonna make me watch later, which is also why I didn't watch it, but <laughs> I just had no desire to watch it. It just... It made my brain hurt just looking at it. I, um, decided that Richard was a lucky victim, and so he okay. had to watch it with me. Um, it was honestly it started continuing and ended exactly how I thought it would be like it never it wasn't a surprise there's no razzle dazzle it was just one of those obsession movies (laughs) yeah what um, was weird to me though was um, they had a whole biracial daughter Keep in mind, it was two light-skinned people, but they chose a biracial daughter, and I was like, she don't even match, but okay. <laughs> okay. If you say so. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what Twitter was like. We've seen this movie 50, 11 times, so. Anyway. I guess I didn't miss anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Doyen, what's been going on with you, and what are you drinking? So... I went to Home Depot this weekend. Um, I just needed to repot almost all my plants. I think they all need bigger pots. And I lost my mind at that damn store. So um, Mm. I had like a cat palm plant that I was keeping in my patio. But it's truly a home, a house plant. So I bought a really pretty pot for that. Then my friends... um, friend has showed us like these like air plant fixtures he had like in his house and so then I was like ooh I want to do something in my house so I bought these four little cones to put on the walls I mean the between the windows of my wall get it to the window <laughs> anyways um so I decided I was gonna put two succulents and then two air plants to make four so then I bought a lot of succulents and apparently I wasn't really thinking or I have bad spatial awareness so I was like oh I could put two succulents in each cone uh-uh, the cone is really small one succulent <laughs> barely fits so then my best friend though. 
yeah, that's where it happened to buy me like some little fixture that a succulent fit in. And then I was like, oh, I gotta buy a second one. And then I looked at my um, bookshelf and I had another fixture that just says, please grow. And it's like a old, um, like the old um, sewing kit kind of motif. Anyways, so I just dropped the other one in there. And so, oh, and then I bought a ZZ plant. So literally, I lost my mind in Home Depot, but everything is here and my house is very, it's really my sister's fault too, because she has like gorgeous plants. Like her apartment is just, or her house, uh, condo is just goals. It's like just goals. She's just so good at stuff. And so she has plants and she has like really cute house plants. And I saw an part. article about like why black girls are buying so many plants lately, but I didn't read it. So I don't know. Yeah. I, well, and I don't know if it said lately or not, because I don't think this is a new thing, but like we're just really settling into it. I mean, what mm-hmm. else we got going on? Right. We have a lot of, um, I mean, like a couple of Facebook groups about gardening. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so I think this easy plant's got to go in my bathroom because it doesn't really require light. So okay. it seems to make more sense in my coffee table where... It could grow and block things while I'm trying to watch TV. (laughs) (laughs) As far as when I'm drinking, I decided I was in the liquor store, which was another place I lost my mind last week. Um, (laughs) And I wanted something that was a grapefruit. So I think think it's called a Big Tex, and it's bourbon basil from my garden. Um, Big flex. Um, (laughs) And grapefruit juice and some simple syrup. Delicious, okay. and I added my cherry soap bourbon as a cute little bouquet for this garnish. Oh, well, aren't you fancy? Right. <laughs> I just try to be like that black lady off of Instagram. She's like my goal in life right now. <laughs> well, um, this past week I had air conditioner issues that was not fun (laughs) um and they're still not 100% resolved it is a lot better though like last week there was just no way I was going to be in this closet there was no way um (laughs) but I want y'all to know I was gonna sit out in the car like I was gonna figure out a way but I was not gonna be in this closet I was like (laughs) absolutely not it is Mississippi in July. I mean, I would have turned the air on. I was going to sit in the car hot. <laughs> I was not going to let you sit in the car. But, um, <laughs> and it's still not resolved, but it's a lot better. And it's probably as good as it's going to get uh, without me buying a whole new unit, which is in the thousands. And kids, just think before you buy a home. Okay. Okay. Um, also, what else happened? Oh, so talking about plants, I had two of the biggest, most beautiful red tomatoes on one of my tomato plants. Cute, I said when I saw it out the window. I will get them this afternoon when I get back in from work. Mm-hmm. Came back in the afternoon, and when I tell y'all ants 
had eaten a hole all the way through one of the tomatoes. Oh, I mean, they just kept pouring out. They just kept pouring out. Like I got the water hose and I was like spraying water into the tomato and ants just kept pouring out. I got the other one off. Cinnamon, by the way. I think you can put cinnamon in the soil. They're not supposed to help, but I'm sorry. I got the, um, I got the other one off and saved it. And then there were several green tomatoes. So when I came back, like in a couple of days, they had eaten into one of the green ones. So the other green ones, I just rinsed them off and brought them in the house to let them turn in the house. So I've been eating and the tomatoes are delicious, mm-hmm. but they probably would have been even better had they been able to be kissed by pure sunlight for a little longer. <laughs> um, yeah. And the ants have completely eaten like my bell pepper. Like, I just don't, I don't know what to do. The only thing that seems to be surviving and thriving um is the uh my aloe vera plants hmm. they they are which i'm gonna bring them in soon i just need to repot them and uh the mint one of the mint plants my uh sweet mint so i think she maybe got a little too close to the sun <laughs> she did that all on her own that's not where i put her but um, <laughs> so yeah other than that everything's been pretty good oh so we had a COVID scare at work, so I had to go get tested, and let me just tell you. Yeah. <laughs> so the good news is I came back negative, so yay, applause. <laughs> but oh my God, Doyen, have you had to get a test? Um, The flu test was much like that for me, that experience. So in the past, when I've gotten flu test, and I have gotten a nose swab for flu test, and but most of the time they take a culture. I get a throat <laughs> swab, um, but I've never had anything like this before in my life. Yeah. That it was like they were poking at my brain, mm-hmm. and I was prepared, but for some reason in my head I thought, oh, they're just gonna do one nostril. No, they have to do both, and I like I, I knew that, but. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I just said pumped myself up and was like, you can do it. You can do it. Now, they do have, I, I did have the option to do the throat swab, but that one is not as accurate. And because I, you know, take care of my granny and I'm around her a lot, I was like, well, I really need it to be accurate. Like, I really need to know. Mm-hmm. So they were like, well, you're going to have to do the nasal then. But um, yeah, I can still feel it. Like, I can still feel it. And as diligent as I was before, having to go through that now makes me even more diligent because it's like, I don't want to do that again. Right. Yeah, it was, I think I remember talking about it on the podcast, but the lady swabbed the back of my nose and my throat and she was like, stop moving. You're a big girl. I'm like, first of all, I never told you I was a big girl. Don't look at that age. I am a child. <laughs> I need you to know that telling me I'm an adult is not going to make me stop moving. Listen. I hated it. <laughs> and the nurse was like, oh, you did so well. We just got one. Because I told her, wait, 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 after she did the first one. And then she thought she was going to go slide right to the next one. I was like, no, hold on, wait. <laughs> and she's like, you're doing so good. I'm like, fine, but I need to breathe because I was holding my breath yeah. the whole time. 
So I was like, I need to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> but so you got the like, results back really quickly, though. Yes. Um, they had, uh, um, I think it took maybe about 20 minutes for me to get my results back. Yep. Yeah. No, I had a friend that it still took her like almost over a week to get her results back still in text. Oh, no. Yeah. The um, Which they're different types of tests. So the one that I had was an antigen test. Mm-hmm. And I forgot the difference, but they explained the difference. And that was the one that I that would give me a tr- uh, truer result. Mm-hmm. So that's the one I went with. Um, but yeah, so because the other one, which I don't want to say it wrong. And I so I'm not going to say it, but it starts with an M. The other one is the one that you could possibly get a positive, even if you just have a cold. Like, mm. it doesn't look for the sp- specific COVID-19 strain. It's just any kind of trace of COVID. And so even if you have a common cold, it's going to pick that up. So, yeah, I didn't want that one. I wanted the one to tell me the absolute truth. Because I'm full of, I- I've got allergies and sinuses going on. We've talked about my mm. tonsils before. So I was like, uh-uh, I need to know for sure. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Tonight... I am drinking some cheap ass sangria. <laughs> <laughs> now I um I bought tequila the other day because Doyen is a bad influence. So I bought more tequila. Um I was going to go buy scotch. But <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do it because again, Doyen is a bad influence, but I, when I left work today, I just, I didn't think about it. And next thing I knew, I was at home. And <laughs> listen, when those spice come off, right. <laughs> I'm in the house. <laughs> so, yeah. So I've got some cheap ass sangria tonight. Um, yeah, that's about it for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I do have a, <laughs> I forgot. I do have a review. Okay. I almost forgot. See there? This is from Miss Simmy. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Hilarious. These ladies keep me laughing. The information I gain is always useful. If not for me, then for someone I know. And of course, the drinks are good. Thank you, Miss Simmy. (laughs) Thank you for leaving a wonderful review. And those five stars, I encourage everyone else, leave us five stars so others don't work. Leave a review and you can be internet famous podcast famous there you go (laughs) and so uh yeah girl that's what we try to do we try to give you information that if you can't use it then your good sis can (laughs) or your good bro can and we always like to keep the drinks flowing all righty so we're gonna move along to our current events drea just Sometimes I just wonder if she just enjoys being dragged. Like, why can't she? I'm a potato. (laughs) Like, that's that's what Drea might as well just. (laughs) I I just, girl, shutting the fuck up is absolutely free. But, um, so she is, well, yeah, of course, as of last week, Meg the Stallion, which. Do other people call her Meg, or am I the only one calling her Meg? I say Meg. Okay, because I was like, I got real paranoid, because I was like, 
Am I the only one? Because I see Megan everywhere. Anyways. Um, so I she, see Meg. <laughs> she got shot by her boyfriend, Tori Lance. So was he her boyfriend? Uh, I thought they were. I don't know if they were official. I think okay. there was something going on with them. Anyways, okay. she got shot by Tori Lanez, and she's come out and talked about how traumatic it was. Traumatic it was. And then Drea Michelle was like, well, maybe it was like a Whitney Bobby situation. And she kept going off with her little slow-ass joke, and I'm like, girl, shh, shh. So, <laughs> did, you, did you see the clip? No, girl. You know, I <laughs> So in the clip, she was recording a podcast with a group of guys, a group of men. Please tell me why the men in the room were trying to stop her. They were like, ho, ho, wait, no, 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 don't go there. Don't go there. Like, they kept trying to stop her. And she kept, she was like, no, I'm going to say it. And and one guy who appeared to be the host was like, wait a minute. I just want to go on the record and say we tried to stop her. And like, they were telling her don't go there and she did and then she was just kind of like like she did a little shrug afterwards like I said what I said I meant what I meant but then when the backlash came now all of a sudden you sorry right and the latest twitter report is that uh Rihanna has taken her rights to pose in savvy vintage savvy vintage that is not right (laughs) Savage Fenty. (laughs) So, yeah, she lost her endorsement deal Mm -hmm. behind, like, and no, she didn't think. So I'm not going to say, did you not think? She didn't think. She didn't think about the fact that, first of all, this is just in poor taste, period. Mm -hmm. But now you're making a domestic violence joke Mm -hmm. when you're an ambassador for a brand whose CEO is a survivor. Like, girl... Mm -hmm. That just wasn't bright. She's not bright. <laughs> I keep trying to like Drea. I keep trying to like Drea. And actually, let me take that back. I do like Drea. But she just fucks up royally. What I keep trying to do is take up for her. And I just can't do it. Because she just makes it impossible. So i just have to like her in my privacy of my own home because she just oh god that was so stupid and it was so tacky like it was tacky yeah we love to joke but there's a time and a place yeah and even so i always think i'm a huge fan of making whitney and bobby jokes i'm just not (laughs) <laughs> but i'm not either they're so toxic you know it's just no. <laughs> I don't, i'm not either um yeah. but yeah so anywho she issued a little apology but rihanna said too little too late so she yeah. lost that endorsement right. well, she well now she's gonna have to go <sighs> mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> be a club promo girl leave that baby at home Anyways, <laughs> I tried. I tried. <laughs> he did. It was a nice, nice start. It was <laughs> So, um, whoever wants to be my friend and travel back around the world, or travel around the world and back again, 
um, and be a friend and confidant. <laughs> oh, different song. <laughs> Thank you for being a <laughs> Hey, we can go buy the house from Golden Girls. Yes. It's only a small $3 million. That's um, it. I got um, a quarter of that million. Maybe. <laughs> Girl. But, <laughs> you know. How about this? Somebody in the group that has A1 credit, you go out and get the house, and then we all just pay you monthly. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> that is so... First of all, I would love to be roommates like with friends that I'm cool with, like people that I love. I would love to be roommates with them at a house where we have our own room and our own bathroom. That would be amazing. Because that's all I need is my own room and my own bathroom. Yeah. Put a back uh, a private door for guests. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why do you need a private door for guests, Dorian? Because I'm Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> we we want to see the young gentleman caller. <laughs> Nobody needs to see. Um. Anyway, so the last paragraph took me out. The writer said, "I sadly cannot afford this home, even if two friends and my mother were to chip in. But if you're a multimillionaire, freshly divorced school teacher who already has enough best, I'm also plenty dumb and slutty. Should you need to fill a roommate role? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cute. Same." <laughs> I could be the rose if need be. I mean, <laughs> when my cousins and I, when we like delegate who's who, they teeter for me between Dorothy and Rose because I literally am those extremes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Blanche and Rose. Um, maybe a little bit Sophie. Um, so yes, oh, I definitely see that. <laughs> So, Supercent laughs at ex-fiance Lou for allegedly being catfished by an underage girl. So, apparently Lou came back and said that he didn't know how old she was. But that that line just doesn't hold anymore to me. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Because that isn't even the point to me. I mean, it is the point. For, for yeah. sure, you should not be talking to underage girls. Yeah. But I feel like that's not the point to Super. Right. The, the point was he was cheating. Exactly. <laughs> she said, true or false, I'm not about to stick around to find out. And then somebody was trying to defend Lou in her comments. I don't know why. <laughs> and they're like, he didn't sleep with Larry. And she was like, he entertained her. Why did he even chat with that bitch who say that they young or even look that young? That's creepy as hell. Right. And do you know how old Lou is? I don't. Um... I don't even really know how old Super is, but she's younger than both of us. I don't think she's turned 30 yet. If no. she has, she just turned 30. Okay. Yeah, because I'm just like, even at 22, that's a little, yeah. But. Oh, no, he's older than that. Yeah. But they, um, you know, it's sad. It's, I'm glad that she's... Anyway, it's just kind of sad because... They went through all that mess before and she took him back and I know that this hurt her feelings. Yeah. Like, I know that this hurt her feelings. And she said so in a, in, on Instagram. She said that it hurt her feelings. But she also was like, you know, 
better for me to know now. And now I'm out. Now, the way I found out about this is my timeline was cracking all kind of jokes about <laughs> about Supa's um, uh, discount codes. <laughs> because y'all know every time in the past, every time her and Lou break up, she would always throw a sale and the discount code would be like, I'm over it. Or like when they made up, it'd be like, he's sorry or something like that. So my timeline was really going in with those discount codes. That's how I even knew something was going on. Yeah, I missed that. But that's funny. Um, Yeah, I just love that she was like, lost his whole family behind a catfish. Mm. (laughs) Ain't it funny? hate to see it. Mm. I lost coin. Now you gotta go do whatever your broke ass is doing before. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Empire actor, what was his actual character's name on the show? I think it was Hakeem. Hakeem. Yeah, with Kadeem. the weird songs. <laughs> um. Anyways, so he's yes. arrested for domestic violence and barricade situations. So, um, there's a woman at the gas station. And she flagged down somebody, said that she'd been assaulted at her home for the last several hours by her husband. So um, they took her to the Circle K and called 911. So the police showed up at the house and then he barricaded himself. And I'm like, since you already knew you were going to be in trouble, like, why are you barricading yourself? What do you expect is going to happen? You think they just be like, oh, oh yeah, you cool. We just don't go away. What? <laughs> Look at him. You trying to apply logic. Look at that picture. Like, he is clearly on some drugs. He yeah, wasn't thinking. Crazy. Logic did not live there. Like, I felt so bad when I saw that picture. Because he was so handsome and talented. And now he just looks... He looks bad. It's sad. Uh, yeah, I just... I can't believe that he... I mean was abusing his wife for hours like this wasn't like a real quick fight like was, no yeah. i'm glad she was able to like escape and get somewhere yeah. to get some help yeah so yeah cocaine is a hell of a drug even though i don't know if he's on cocaine or not but i'm just saying <laughs> so last week well uh i didn't have an episode to listen to the podcast i was listening to a historical podcast and it was about how Hitler got hooked on meth by some, like, quack doctor. And that's how he, like, fumbled the whole war. Because <laughs> he was, like, he was like a vegetarian. He didn't drink. He didn't do any drugs. He didn't even smoke cigarettes after a while. And so right. he had this whole, like, being, like, being really, like, clean. And then he got hooked on meth because he had a flu before, like, a war one day. And he was like, doctor, what can you do for me? And he gave him meth. <laughs> and it just went down. <laughs> Hooray, meth! <laughs> I just say, don't do that, kids. It could fumble your whole, like, plan for real domination. <laughs> Unless your name is Ronald Rump. Then you might want to try meth. It's <laughs> Ronald Rump. <laughs> I refuse to say that name. Oh, got it. <laughs> yeah. that's the funny thing about it was like they're describing how he was acting and i was like it sounds just like they are him. very similar yes 
but he's not even on drugs. He's just crazy. <laughs> even the whole the whole thing, even the the whole the whole scenario is eerily similar. When Hitler first started his campaign, no one took him seriously because he was mm-hmm. talking off the wall. He was dumb. He didn't like it, it, all of it is eerily similar. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so all that to say, don't do drugs, kids. So maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, take that with a grain of salt. Um, don't do bad drugs. I'm not even yeah. going to say that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Reginae Carter, which I just love uh, the girl she's becoming. Woman she becoming, actually. She's so adorable. Um, she spoke out against 50 Cent's comments about black women. Now, of course, this is probably one of those things where I should have listened to, but I didn't. And trying to read it really didn't make sense to me. Trying to read 50 Cent's words really. <laughs> um, so, he was talking about how he prefers exotic women. And black women are upset by his dating life. He said they get mad, they get angry. You see a lot of sisters still, you fuck with this kind of girl and that kind of girl. That shit is exotic. I'm like, who said that? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. It's just weird. Like, who said that? Nobody. Nobody <laughs> said that. He just. <sighs> He's a sad sack. And. Mm-hmm. One thing I'm going to say about a lot of these niggas is they get on, they get this money, and in the words of the used-to-be Kanye West, they let your ass for a white girl, as he did. And don't think that this isn't true because it is. And then you always want to talk shit about the kind of bitches you like, but playboy, look at your baby mama. I'm talking about your first baby mama. (laughs) That's what you like. Cause that's what you could get. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't, don't, don't do that. And nobody, no woman, specifically black women, care about who he is dating. If we make a comment about this is the type of woman he's dating or whatever, whatever, it is probably in a larger context of black men not protecting or supporting black women. Mm-hmm. It ain't got nothing to do with what you like because we don't care right every day um, I mean I <laughs> <laughs> mentioned why he got shot but I'm not going to say that today um, <laughs> I mean <laughs> but Christian it's a. just he's so he's so color struck and it's just crazy because look at you I mean it really is self hate mm-hmm. if I, I Listen, I'm not telling anybody who or what to like. Like what you like. It ain't none of my business. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying if everything that you find beautiful is the opposite of what you see in the mirror, then that's a problem. Mm -hmm. I like things. I like things. I like people that look like me. I like people who don't look like me. But if everything you think is right and good and pure is the opposite of you, that's a problem. Sorry, I put this cherry in my mouth like I didn't have to talk. Um, Regine came back. It was weird because, like, it was on Wayne's podcast or whatever, a radio show. Okay. But she said, I'm black, I'm beautiful, I'm enough, I'm exotic, I'm amazing, I'm one of the MF kind. Now, where are my black, beautiful queens at? And she's gotten a lot of 
love off of that tweet, and I do appreciate her like setting up. I hate she felt she had to though mm-hmm. and because Wayne has been accused of the same thing because he's used some of the same language yeah and so you know yeah I don't have any desire or need to be exotic <laughs> I'm just like mm-hmm. I it's, am me I yeah. am exotic because I am me and there's not another me so that's all I know to say about that but I don't know I guess because the connotation of exotic ends up being so fetishized that like I've never Exactly. I'm like I'm I'm me. That's it. Like I don't need to be excited. But exactly. I get it. But um yeah, so we love Regine. We love you, Regine. So so Twitter and it's always scary because it is an election year and our social media very regularly shows us how bad they are at keeping <laughs> our information safe but there's a coordinated social engineering attack so basically twitter um was the employees with access to internal systems were targeted in bitcoin scam hack and it got really bad where it was like a lot of blue check marks were um, hacked to the point where they stopped blue check marks from tweeting <laughs> <laughs> it was like huh <laughs> i mean I don't hate this. I know, right? Need to shut the fuck up, anyways. Well, most of them started tweeting from their burner accounts and outing Mm -hmm. themselves. So it was like, dude, now we know this is your burner account, right? (laughs) Yeah, that was weird and crazy, though. And then, like, how you gonna how you gonna get tap into President Obama's Twitter? And then who's giving Bitcoin to Obama? Like, <laughs> right. Listen, these Democrats text me on the regular. They email me too, and I'm like, stop passing around my email. <laughs> Y'all are the worst. God. But uh, they're like, can, can we have three dollars? I'm like, no. I'm surprised they still text you because you, at the way you talk back, <laughs> <laughs> they don't ask me any questions. They just be like, hey, can you give me three dollars? I'm like, no. <laughs> Goodness, can you give me three dollars? Right. But yeah, I just thought that was hilarious. And yeah. Twitter claims they have it under control now, but you know, whatever. We're just living in a dumpster fire right now. It's good. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. One of these days, they're gonna have to talk about like how to pay attention to what you're retweeting and see if you're interacting with a bot or sharing things that bots say. Because that mm. is a thing that, like, a lot of people don't realize. Yeah. Um, that they're even interacting with bots. And there's telltale signs of it, so. Yeah. Because, once again, we're in election year, and we're less than 100 days until the election. Oh. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We're going to make it. Yeah. It's going to be fine. We don't even have a VP. I, that's like what I like that idea just dawned on that idea that thought just dawned on me this morning and I'm like what the hell I don't remember the timeline is it once the convention happens that they I don't you don't remember. have to ask Robin I don't know why I, 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 <laughs> I barely know what day of the week it is I wrote the date down today umpteen times and every time I had to look at my watch to see what the date was because <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> We're gonna phone a friend and ask Robin. 
make sure that we're on track. Anyways, um, so this North Carolina city actually recently voted to give reparations to black residents. Um, the city is Asheville, North Carolina, and they, the city council unanimously voted to give its black residents reparations. While they won't be made as direct payments to citizens, the reparations will come as investments in black communities around the city. Which I feel like it's weird to call it reparations and then be like, oh, we're just investing in your city. <laughs> because that's but, not reparations. Right, but, you know. Yeah, I feel like they could have called it something else. Yeah. Investments. But, Invest um, in the communities because this community is still a part of your city. So yeah. it's still it's, it's still a positive effect for your city. This yeah. isn't reparations, but thanks. But, you know, it is important. I think it's good to see them actually investing in, you know, city areas. Because, you know, there's, well, you know, food deserts and just income inequality. And, like, the fact that gas costs so much more in the hood than, like, in a suburb. So, like, there's so much stuff that they could do to, like, try to elevate black areas. And not just because they're trying to make it kosher for white people to move in and gentrify. So, right. Anything that can be done is more than has been done in the past. But right. I, I think it's a great cool. idea. I just yeah. want them to call it something different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that part. Um, so we're going to move on to Florida person and then the circle pack because I think I exited out one of the taps. But, um, oh, no, I have it now. Nicki Minaj is pregnant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, like, I mean, I expected it because she just got married and, you know, she yeah. got quiet. And so I expected that she was going to have a baby. But her, her pictures are cute. Some of them were, seems like very, like, early Nicki kind of. Yeah, and I kind of <laughs> liked it. I didn't think I would. I didn't yeah. think I would. But the more I looked at it, because at first I was like, oh, God, girl. <laughs> yeah. But then the more I looked at it, I was like, you know what? I do like that she did that for her return. Like, why not? Yeah. She looks yeah. cute. She looks happy. And I'm happy for her. Yeah. Maybe this will make her be a little... Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Maybe this will make her a little less bird-like. <laughs> yeah. How is she gonna be a mother and keep rhyming China with vagina? I mean, <laughs> her her rhymes have got to get superior when she becomes a mom because right. it's gonna be all about that baby the deserves better. <laughs> that baby deserves better. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> To be fair, I'm not slut shaming. I just really feel like there's other things she could rhyme with and not be talking about racing in China with a vagina. I think it's time. Oh, I don't. I didn't think think you were slut shaming. I just thought she rhymed China with China, so (laughs) vagina wasn't that far. Right. (laughs) And then talked about smuggling bricks for China. (laughs) (laughs) See, see, yeah. It's all right. We love you, Nikki, and congrats. All right. So, this Florida person, we do not condone their activities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let you know now, because sometimes we agree with Florida people, but this one's not it. Anyway, mm-hmm. so, this um, Chief Dale Angle, who had been on the force for 22 years, 
resign because he was um one of the other police officers had passed away of COVID and he said it was because he was a homosexual who attended homosexual sexual events. Oh God <laughs> God please <laughs> just please. Yeah. And then like he oh. has a whole fiance <laughs> it was like, hey, that's false hateful and defamatory. I mean First of all, where are they holding homosexual sexual events? Because right. in post-COVID world, <laughs> I may just want to swing by and check it out. I'm just saying. I don't understand what he's talking about. Like, God, it was just... I just need the South. You know, they said the South going to rise up. But I need you to rise up and do better. Please. I feel like the day that said the South gonna rise up are not on the right side. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. That's definitely not what they meant. But I'm I'm hoping that when the South rises up, we rise up in the right way and just do better. Because I've never heard <laughs> I've never heard of anything just stupid. It was just stupid. Yeah. It is just weird to to me as a, a writer, a creative writer, I felt like I wanted him to be more um, creative when he said homosexual sexual events. Like, <laughs> or homosexual who attended homosexual sexual events. Like, I hate when you reuse, like, the same word in, like, right. a sentence. And I just wanted him right. to <laughs> Like, he could have said, I don't know, my brain's not working quick enough. But right. there's a lot of punny puns. Right. He could have used other right. than homosexual sexual activity. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay. It was that's just awful. And that kind of talk, like we're laughing because it's stupid, but that kind of talk is just so dangerous and fuels a lot of hate and we just really need for people who are supposed to be leaders to do better. Yep. Anyways. So, we're going to take a second and listen to our sponsor, so we'll be right back. All right. All right, and we are back, and we are going to diddy bop on over to someone something. It's been a long time since we've heard Doyle say we're going to diddy bop to something. <laughs> <laughs> So, of course, this week's spotlight for our Someone Something will be focusing on um, Congressman John Lewis. John Lewis, a lion of the Civil Rights Movement, whose bloody beating by Alabama state troopers in 1965 helped galvanize opposition to racial segregation and who went on to a long and celebrated career in Congress, passed away July 17th. 2020. He was 80 years old. Lewis's announcement in late December 2019 that he had been diagnosed with advanced pancreatic cancer inspired tributes from both sides of the aisle and an unstated accord that the likely passing of this Atlanta Democrat would represent the end of an era. The announcement of his death 
came just hours after the passing of Reverend C.T. Vivian, another civil rights leader who died earlier Friday at the age of 95. Lewis was born on February the 21st, 1940, outside the town of Troy in Pike County, Alabama. He grew up on his family's farm and attended segregated public schools. As a boy, he wanted to be a minister and practiced his oratory on the family chickens. Denied a library card because of the color of his skin, he became an avid reader and could cite obscure historical dates and details even in his later years. He was a teenager when he first heard King preaching on the radio. They met when Lewis was seeking support to become the first black student at Alabama's segregated Troy State University. He ultimately attended the American Baptist Theological Seminary and Fisk University in Nashville, Tennessee. He began organizing sit-in demonstrations at whites-only lunch counters and volunteering as a freedom rider, enduring beatings and arrests while traveling around the South to challenge segregation. Lewis helped found the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee and was named as chairman in 1963, making him one of the Big Six at a tender age. Together, the Big Six worked to organize the 1963 March on Washington. He spoke to the vast crowd just before King delivered his epical I Have a Dream speech. Lewis toned down his intended remarks at the insistence of others, dropping a reference to a scorched earth march through the South and scaling back criticisms of President John Kennedy. It was a potent speech nonetheless, in which he vowed, by the forces of our demands, our determination, and our numbers, we shall splinter the segregated South into a thousand pieces and put them together in an image of God and democracy. It was almost immediately and forever overshadowed by the words of King, the man who had inspired him to activism. After their extensive training and nonviolent protest, Lewis and the Reverend Hosea Williams led the demonstrators on a planned march of more than 50 miles from Selma to Montgomery, Alabama's capital, on March the 7th, 1965. At 25, walking at the head of the march, with his hands tucked in the pockets of his tan overcoat, Lewis was knocked to the ground and beaten by police. His skull was fractured, and nationally televised images of the brutality forced the country's attention to be focused on racial oppression in the South. Lewis turned to politics in 1981 when he was elected to the Atlanta City Council. He won his seat in Congress in 1986 and spent much of his career in the minority. After Democrats won control of the House in 2006, Lewis became the party's senior deputy whip, a behind-the-scenes leadership post in which he helped keep the party unified. Lewis also worked for 15 years to gain approval for the Smithsonian's National Museum of African American History and Culture. Humble and unfailingly friendly, Lewis was revered on Capitol Hill. But as one of the most liberal members of Congress, he often lost policy battles, 
from his effort to stop the Iraq War to his defense of young immigrants. He met bipartisan success in Congress in 2006 when he led efforts to renew the Voting Rights Act, but the Supreme Court later invalidated much of that law, and it became once again what it was in his youth, a simple work in progress. Later, when Donald Trump challenged his civil rights legacy, Lewis made no effort to hide his pain. Lewis refused to attend Trump's inauguration, saying he didn't consider him a legitimate president because Russians had conspired to get him elected. When Trump later complained about immigrants from shithole countries, Lewis declared, I think he's a racist, and we have to stand up and speak up and not sweep it under the rug. Lewis said he'd been arrested 40 times in the 1960s and five more times as a congressman. At age 78, he told a rally he'd do it all again to help reunite immigrant families separated by the Trump administration. In a speech the day of the House impeachment vote of Trump, Lewis explained the importance of that vote. When you see something that is not right, not just, not fair, you have a moral obligation to say something, to do something. Our children and their children will ask, what did you do? What did you say? While the vote would be hard for some, he said, we have a mission and a mandate to be on the right side of history. Lewis's wife of four decades, Lillian Miles, died in 2012. They had one son, John Miles Lewis. I know we've seen many tributes. Um, I watched the procession the other day, and it's just, it's a sad time because, yes, it's the end of an era, and yes, this is, you know, one of our last civil rights icons, but also, mm-hmm. not one of, he probably is the last of that group. Um, we still have other people, but um, he lived his life well and he fought till his last day. And I think, I think he's satisfied with the work. And so yeah. it makes, it makes it not quite as sad because we know that he fulfilled his life's goal and his life's mission. Yeah, You know, he didn't and, get mean- to see all of his goals fulfilled because they still fucking around with the voting acts, uh, voting rights act. But you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, and I think I'm just in awe of like all the shit that he went through. Like even like the whole march to Selma, like you can't ask me to march anywhere for fifty miles. Like it's just that not working. <laughs> but uh like and then for him to like experience so much abuse and keep fighting on. Yeah. Um that's why like it pisses me off when people are like I'm not my grandparents. And I'm like, these people are grandparents went through some shit for her, you know? um, Exactly. When they say that, I think the same thing. I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, I think there's so much. um, Yeah, I just honor his presence. He is amazing. And yeah, I just, my heart hurts. But then I'm also like, <laughs> well done. You don't have to deal with Trump anymore. <laughs> like, I think the only time I actually kind of teared up was um, during the procession when they were taking him across the bridge for one last time. Mm-hmm. But I don't I, I don't have the words to to properly identify 
what those tears were because they weren't sad. They weren't joy, of course. It was just, you know, I I think, well, (laughs) truth be told, if he was sick, he probably, you know, had already made plans for what he wanted to happen. But I feel like that is something he would have wanted to happen. I feel like he would have Mm -hmm. wanted to take that trip one last time. Yeah. So, just, yeah, so I know the good presidents are honoring his legacy. Mm. That's all I can say there. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, love and yes. light to their son. Um, yes. That he's by himself now, but he's not by himself. They always live with them to some extent. But, um, yeah, and then same thing with OT or CT. I'm like, I feel so bad for him because, like, they died within too many four hours of each other. So I feel like he's not getting his, like, praise. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell a lot of... Separated out. Right. Because you can tell a lot of outlets tried. Mm-hmm. But um, Congressman Lewis just lived so much more of his life in front of us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're compelled to do that. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't um, diminish, you know, the work of um, Reverend Vivian. He um, still did a lot of great works. And, yeah, I felt the same way. Like, uh so we're gonna move along to our life decision. Okay. So, first of all, I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I am sweating. Okay. So this week for our poor life decision, we're gonna talk a little bit about taking care of our skin during this coronavirus time and having to wear a mask. So. Um, I don't know about you all, but I have been experiencing a little mask acne, or as some people say, maskne. Um, I think the technical term is acne mechanica, but I just like to say mask acne. My face was not very pleased with me, but I think I've got it under control now. So I want to share with you some of the tips that I found useful You know, we're living in a different time right now. And for a while, we're going to be stuck with wearing masks. And this is an issue that typically, you know, maybe healthcare workers or athletes, people who wear protective gear that may rub against their skin. This is something that you typically see with them. But right now, we're all hopefully wearing our mask. If you're not, you better. Um, So... Let's talk a little bit about mask acne. So how do face masks cause acne and skin damage? So there are three main ways that your mask can cause breakouts. Rubbing. Your mask can cause irritation through friction and chafing, almost like a rug burn. The areas most at risk are the bridge of the nose and where the elastic band hits behind the ears. Over time, tightly fitting masks can put enough pressure on the skin to cause it to break down. So rubbing is one way. Number two, Mm -hmm. irritation. 
the mask, uh, the material of the mask absorbs the skin's natural oils. For some people, this leads to dryness and sensitivity. Residue from detergents and fabric softeners also get stuck underneath the mask and can cause irritation. When irritation becomes inflammation, you'll see redness, dry patches, peeling, or dark marks. If you have skin conditions like rosacea or psoriasis, the inflammation can make it flare. We all know I deal with psoriasis, and thank God, let me knock on this wood, that I haven't had to deal with that. The third way... I, I think uh, I me, got my first eczema situation. Oh, <laughs> wow. Summer. And I got it before my birthday, before my birthday photo shoot, and I'm still like, is there it's a lot better off but it's still like as of last week it was still itchy <laughs> oh, so, well, i've been sorry. putting a lot of eucerin on my face <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the third way that your mask can cause irritation is probably the way that it's affecting the most of us is occlusion occlusion from a mask also can cause uh lots of issues like your pores getting clogged and uh, they can become clogged pores, can become pimples or acne cysts. And gosh, we don't want to deal with cystic acne. Mm -hmm. Your breath trapped beneath the mask makes the skin surface warm and moist. Besides regular acne, this environment can lead to a breakout called something I can't pronounce, which is when yeast or bacteria Wait. infect hair follicles. So I'm it's probably follic. Okay folliculitis sure and, um, <laughs> no i mean that probably is right i was gonna go back and say it um <laughs> so this is when the yeast or bacteria infect the hair follicles that is probably what's getting most of us the occlusion um i know that's what happened to me so um let's talk about what's the best material for a face mask so according to the CDC, surgical masks and N95s should be saved for healthcare workers. They recommend that the public wear cloth mask. The best choice for a homemade mask is tightly woven, 100% cotton. It is effective yet gentle on the skin. An air, uh, an air filter company called Smart Air did a study comparing mask fabrics. They found that cotton provides a good balance of protection and breathability. Okay, guys. Um, also, there's more to that in the article about uh, tips on making your own mask if you need to. So be sure you check the article out for that. All right. So, all right, Dorian, we're going to dive into it and we're going to talk about what we're doing right and we're going to confess our sins. <laughs> mm. I have one major thing that I did and I'm embarrassed, but I'm going to, I'm going to be honest about it. Okay. So here are eight key skincare tips to protect your face from irritation. And guys, this is not just something I'm pulling from an article. This is, these are all things that I tried and helped me a lot because I was not about to have like the whole bottom of my face looking like a crunch bar. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So number one, Wash your face first. Dirt and oil on your skin will get trapped under the mask and can cause breakouts. Always put your mask on over a clean face. Choose a gentle cleanser that is fragrance-free and oil-free. 
Rinse with lukewarm water, not hot. Avoid scrubbing or rubbing the skin. Also, wash your face once you... (laughs) Also, wash your face after you remove your mask. Okay, what were you saying? I said, Aunt Kelsey. Because half the time, I'm just going to the store. So it's not like I'm getting up in the morning. So now I'm not about to wash my face. <laughs> well, in the middle oh, of my day. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, and that's that's understandable. Like, in the middle mm. of the day, you're running somewhere. That's understandable. But I'm assuming you did your skincare routine when you got mm. up that morning. And you've been in the house, so should be like fairly clean, right? I'm gonna assume. Yeah. <laughs> Even though our again, skin with this whole eczema thing, I do scrub my cheeks a lot. Oh no, I think part no, 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 of no. it. Is... <sighs> I don't know if it's fully eczema. I think, well, because it's irritated and itching, it feels like eczema, but also I feel like it's a lot of dry skin, so I do scrub my face. <laughs> Even if it's dry skin, don't scrub your face. We love our faces. They've been good to us. Let's be good to them. Okay? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had eczema before? Mm-mm. Okay. Which doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it that doesn't mean that it can't be eczema. It definitely can. Like the yeah. first time I had a psoriasis outbreak, I told the doctor, This isn't psoriasis. I've never had that. <laughs> right. So yeah, no, it definitely can be, but I was just wondering. Okay. So, clean your face. Number two, apply a good moisturizer. Moisturizer keeps your skin hydrated and acts like a barrier to friction from your mask. Choose one that is fragrance-free and oil-free. Look for protective ingredients like ceramide and hyaluronic acid. Avoid heavy products that can clog your skin and make you break out. Um, So, for me... All I've been wearing lately on my face is um, sunscreen for, well, I mean, I do use a moisturizer, but then sunscreen and a primer. I read in a different article that primer makes a good barrier. Um, Doyen, what type of, are you, are you using anything any different, like moisturizer wise or anything like that to kind of help out? So my moisturizer is kind of frightening. It's kind of heavy, actually. But um, and of okay. course, I have my Black Girl sunscreen, which is also heavy. Yes. <laughs> so there's a lot of barrier between my face and, it and is. the mask. Um, and the article suggested looking for ingredients in your moisturizers, like a ceramide. Um. I love, I try not to mention too many, like, you know, product names on here, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I love, and I may be pronouncing it wrong, CeraVe, I don't know how to pronounce Mm -hmm. it, but I love their products. Mm -hmm. But anyway, all of their products have some form of ceramide in there. And what a ceramide does is it helps build and keep your natural barrier intact. And we've all heard about hyaluronic acid enough to know what it just helps lock in that moisture. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Mine has a lot of vitamin C in it. (laughs) (laughs) I, well, usually like in the winter, because I am more dry combination, then I use like an essence of the hyaluronic acid in it. But like right now, um, a grease ball, because I have T-zone, makes me so 
have skipped oh, the essence yeah. for now. <laughs> um, I am glad you mentioned that your um moisturizer has a lot of vitamin C because that gives me another reason to remind you to use your sunscreen. I know. Vitamin C helps to brighten. Um mm-hmm. And and it can also make us more susceptible to those ugly UV rays. And all of the great work that vitamin C does will get reversed and be for nothing if we don't protect our skin. So, yay. Use your sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Number three. Skip the makeup. Don't wear makeup mm-hmm. underneath your mask. Period, Pooh. Masks act like occlusive barriers, which means trapped makeup can lead to clogged pores and breakouts. Also, residue from makeup can soil your mask fabric and can lead to bacteria. Um, there's really no anything else to say. Don't wear makeup under your mask. But can I do eye makeup? Because <laughs> yes. people don't see my eyes and my eyes yes. be popping. Okay. Yes. I just want y'all to know I gave Dorian a look because something in my spirit told me she'd been doing her makeup under her mask. <laughs> Um, if I do, it's really like <laughs> Don't do it at all. Thank you. Um, please feel free to do eye makeup. When I do anything with the mask, I will do my brows, maybe a lash. Um, and that is it. Uh, don't wear makeup. Now, you know, again, you're running to the store. You're running somewhere. You're going to be in and out back in your car. That's fine. But if you're yeah. doing something where you're going to have your mask on for a long period of time, i.e. me going to work, no, I don't need to, don't, don't do makeup. That was how I got my first few breakouts under my mask. So I'm confessing yeah. that sin. Yeah, and I think we do have to note that it's also due to like how long you're wearing your mask. So most of the time I'm running to the store or, you know, somewhere real quick. And so <laughs> that's different from wearing your mask all day at work. Yeah. Yeah. Or even if you like running to the store is one thing, but like going to do grocery shopping or going to run errands where you're going to be sweating under that mask, like mm-hmm. just weigh out all those options. Okay. Wear only clean mask, dirt and oil from your skin plus bacteria from your mouth and nose will end up on your cloth mask. Keep a rotation of masks on hand and watch them after every use. Now I'm going to slide into the next one. I should have put these two together. But number five is stick to a fragrance-free laundry detergent. When washing your mask, choose a fragrance-free laundry detergent and lay it flat to dry. Fragrance with fabric can be an irritant. So you definitely don't want it on your face. And I also read um, in a different article about people using whatever facial cleanser you use. Use that to clean your mask. Now, um, I pay too much for my facial cleanser for me to use it to clean this mask. <laughs> I mean, clean if, and I clear. <laughs> if I wasn't wearing my mask like every day, like I have to, then that would be different. But uh-uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Okay, I have a slight confession. <laughs> so, when I first started washing my mask, I was washing them with a little bit of bleach. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Again, I asked for my face to get tore up. Like, <laughs> everything that happened to me, I begged for it. So... <laughs> Um, but I quickly learned, but y'all, when that mask would dry, it would smell so good with that little hint of bleach. It would smell so good. <laughs> Just walk around smelling bleach all day. 
<laughs> but I I I use um I use all white face cloths to take my makeup off to well to clean my face and I use white muslin cloth to take my makeup off with. And so mm-hmm. I use a separate laundry detergent. I use a fragrance free laundry detergent for that for those so i just start tossing the mask in there with those um or and actually i only have about three masks that i rotate two of them i really like one i don't like so most of the time i end up washing them by hand so anywho Mm -hmm. don't wash your mask in bleach (laughs) number six don't reuse surgical masks. Just don't do it, guys. If you choose to use a surgical mask, um, even though, you know, we should leave those for people who work in the medical field, please don't reuse them. Now, I've heard, I have heard different guidelines from different people on how you can reuse them or let a day go in between each one, whatever. All I'm going to say is this. Think about your skin. And if you've got good jeans and you're not having any problems with your mask and you're wearing the same one for a couple of days or you're alternating between the, whatever, if it's working for you, fine. But I was having issues with my face and these are the things that I put in place to clear me up. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. Number seven, protect your ears. The elastic strap loops can cause friction burns on the back of your ears if your skin is sensitive or if you'll be wearing a mask for a long period of time, there are, uh, there are alternatives. Um, I haven't had that problem, but if you do, um, they, they speak of the strap buttons you can use to like, come. so you can always buy the mask that you tie like behind your head. But if you have the ones that loop around your ears, you can, um, I've seen these, <laughs> You can do it with you can do it with just a headband, really. But if you want to spend money on something, they make those extra long loops that you can attach to both ends and convert it to one that just goes over your head. And number eight, avoid harsh products. Medicated products like retinol and benzoyl peroxide are more irritating under a mask. If you wear a mask a lot, either use less of them or stop them all together. I do all, I do mostly all of my actives at night, so that's not an issue for me. Yeah. Um I did learn that you can't use retinol while you're pregnant. No. <laughs> so I mean I've never used it cuz my face is like sensitive. So is there a reason you were I have a recently? friend who's pregnant. Oh. <laughs> no, I thought you didn't say you had a friend that was pregnant. You said you learned. I thought maybe there was another but then reason. Yeah, I said I don't use right now. <laughs> thought there also was another not pregnant. Maybe maybe you were googling <laughs> things to avoid while pregnant. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of things just hit me by surprise like lunch meat. I'm really upset about that. <laughs> wait, I didn't even eat lunch meat, but wait. I feel like I'm going to want it. You can't yeah, eat you lunch can't... meat if you're pregnant. Not cold lunch meat. You can maybe microwave it. Listen, I don't even eat that much lunch meat either, but just but knowing that... not having yes! lunch meat? <laughs> it's upsetting. Oh, my God. I did not know that. Yeah. I bet my mama ate cold lunch meat with me. I know she did. I think I all of did. our parents ate lunch meat. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a quick run 
rundown of how to treat different kinds of skin issues that may arise from face masks. So if you have any dryness or skin peeling, uh, this could be the first signs of your mask being uh, irritant, being an irritant to your skin. Over time, your skin can become prone to sensitivity, redness, dark marks, and breakdown. We, you know, talked about that earlier. To fight this, always apply a moisturizer before wearing your mask. And the article recommends after taking your mask off, applying a little um, petrolatum ointment now to put vaseline on our face okay so that's what i was about to say (laughs) so (laughs) um you can um that's what vaseline is for so you definitely can but i suggest again don't know if i'm saying it correct but it's my favorite product cerave they make a healing ointment and it is bomb.com uh i suggest trying the cerave healing ointment that survey healing ointment <laughs> they better give us a sponsorship <laughs> we might have to bleep nah, some got, of those out <laughs> i got vaseline at the house i'm a nigerian child we gonna go with that <laughs> i mean you can use a little vaseline but uh just use it sparingly a very 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 thin layer and this is nah. what honestly but no honestly this is one of the things that vaseline is for vaseline is healing and this is one of the things that it's for, but it can also clog your pores. And so just use a very thin amount. <laughs> yeah. After, you, and like in the winter, I just give up and I'm like, okay, I'm just using Vaseline because uh, I'll be ashy. <laughs> and my dad, like I said, I'd be like, oh, I have a bug bite. He'd like, go put Vaseline on it. I'd be like, oh, my stomach hurts. He's like, go put Vaseline on it. I'm like, <laughs> Vaseline is not. <laughs> okay. Okay, so your dad and Vaseline is granny and Tylenol. Got it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, If you have any redness or swelling after taking off your mask, icing the skin can help. You can use ice cubes in a bag or you can get just a bag of frozen peas. Buffer with a paper towel because we don't want to burn our skin with the ice. Um, and they say you can follow that with a small amount of over-the-counter hydrocodone. Overuse can, you know, be careful with the hydrocodone because overuse can thin your skin and can also lead to more breakouts. So just be careful. Also, don't Question. apply your mask on top of hydrocodone. Make sure you properly clean that off your face before you put your mask on again. Yes, ma'am. Okay, right, so since the beginning of time, I've always had issues <laughs> with heat rash. Mm-hmm. Um, so know. now it's not like I have like breakouts, but I just have like bumps that kind of itch. Is this what I should be doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I will say that um, I broke out in heat, uh, like uh, around like in my y'all. I know all these words, but I just don't know how to pronounce them. Decollete area. <laughs> don't y'all talk about me. <laughs> but you know the area that's like between your chest and your neck the decollete isn't that how you say it whatever okay i did have breakout with a little heat and um i did use a little hydrocodone on it and that cleared it up i don't know uh, and i only did that because i was complaining to my mama that i broke out in heat and she told me to try it and it worked so my mom used to have me put on like gold bond powder. Listen, because that's, <laughs> that's what I was, weird on I your was face. like. I was like, you 
you listen we we from we from deep in mississippi you know you've seen it and i told my mom i said i'm just gonna walk around with powder on my neck and she was like uh no you're not (laughs) okay so if you're having issues with your skin breaking down from wearing a mask if you have fissures or any other type of breaks in the skin you should cover them with a hydrocolloid uh, I know I'm not pronouncing that correct. Gauze. It's a fancy word for gauze. You can use a gauze dressing um, before putting your mask on. After removing the mask, wash your face and apply your pure um, petroleum Definitely. wherever you... <laughs> CeraVe healing ointment. Wherever you need it. Um, so you can either use something thin and breathable like gauze or you can use a barrier cream Now, they suggest, they gave the recommendation of a prescription barrier cream, Um, but you can get over-the-counter. TerraSkin is one that I'm familiar with. That's T-E-R-A, skin. They make a barrier cream. That's really the only one I'm familiar with, but that's over-the-counter, and you don't have to get uh, a prescription for that. So if you need to put, make sure you have a, like, firm barrier between your skin and a mask you can try just some dressing gauze or yeah tear skin and if you have acne breakouts if you're getting pimples under your mask change your moisturizer uh you know make sure you're using something that's light and non again a word that i do not pronounce right <sighs> comedogenic <laughs> comedogenic the stuff that clogs your pores say it again comedogenic Sure. You want to make sure it's not that. You you all know the term. You all know the term. Um, Yeah, you want to make sure that it doesn't clog your pores. You can add a glycolic wash or sulfur soap to your regimen. I have used both in the past. I'm just going to tell you. Sulfur soap really worked wonders for my face when I used it. My face also smelled like a boiled egg. So there's that. Um, what about African black soap? <laughs> Dorian, why you gonna make me say these things? Don't make, don't make me, don't make me say, don't make me say, don't make me say. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say this. If you choose to use African black soap, make sure that it is real African black soap, i.e. it's brown, not that oh, yeah. Shea Moisture black stuff. The make sure make sure that is, it is pure African so black so. It's called Dudu Ocean O S N. Yeah, that's the one that I tried to use before, but I couldn't because it had um uh raw honey in it and I broke out. I can't for some reason I can't have I use raw honey in tea, no problem. On my skin. That's how I am a coconut oil. I do feel like when I am dealing with a lot of breakouts, it just really cleans my skin. And then I just have to make sure that I moisturize the hell out of it after. Okay, so we're at the end of this anyway. So <laughs> let me say this about African black soap. There are so many uh, estheticians and skincare people who will tell you to avoid African black soap for a myriad of reasons. Some of those reasons would include that it's severely drying. 
Uh, some other reasons would include, like, uh, I tried to do to a son and I liked it, but also just buying it like from the flea market. There's not a lot of quality control, and sometimes there'll be like walnut shells or glass or something in it. So just be super careful. Um, while it it's it's very it's drying and it strips your skin. However, mm-hmm. when I have a psoriasis outbreak, African black soap is the only thing that doesn't burn me. Like, mm-hmm. even my own tears burn. And y'all know I like to cry. Even my own tears burn when I have a psoriasis outbreak on my face. African yeah. black soap is the only thing that doesn't burn. Um, so I'm just going to say use at your own risk. Um, it is super great for cleaning makeup brushes like just in case you need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> like get some really clean <laughs> so yeah the bottom line is we're living in the middle of a pandemic we might be wearing masks for a long time stick to your skincare routine tweak it where you may need to and hopefully that'll lessen the mask related skin damage and breakouts um as always we're going to have this article tagged in the show notes and just go through it and, you know, see what you need because yeah, we may be dealing with this for a while. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're going to move. Okay. I, no, I was going to ask you, was there anything you wanted to add? No. Um, yeah. So this Idea, your skin really, like, looks great by the way so i don't think you're doing anything wrong yeah like i just have like itchy bumps i really <laughs> i really like the smell of that doo-doo of sun like yeah. i really like i really love the smell i had to give it to my mom though you bringing it up is a sore spot for me because i really wanted to use it <laughs> so i don't well so the ones that we get usually are from either nigeria if somebody's coming back from nigeria or the hair store. Of course, there's a strong African pregnancy presence here, so it seems pretty legit. But also, my sister made like a liquid out of mm-hmm. the soap. Yes. So after my photo shoot, I was washing my face, and usually, like, I have to like use my makeup eraser and my clinique, uh, take the face away, and then wash it, and it's clean. But I didn't have all of that because I didn't pack all of that. So I used her soap and wiped it down with hazel, and it was clean. Like <laughs> my face was already clean, and so yeah. I didn't have to layer up the cleaning process, which I thought was really cool. So I'm gonna be like, "Hey, can you gonna make me some more?" I don't think I'll use it on an everyday basis, like I said, because most days my face doesn't require all that drying stuff. But I think it was yeah. helpful for taking off makeup. Yeah. Um. I. I used to make mine into a liquid form as well. Um, there are a lot of different recipes. Well, I don't want to say recipes because it's li- literally just black soap and water. But mm-hmm. you can find a lot of different how-tos so you don't have to bug your sister. You can go to YouTube and you can see how to do it for yourself. <laughs> I will not. I'm a little sister. I'm going to <laughs> But I buy mine in a big tub from the hair store, like you said. And um, I just have a big chunk of it sitting on the side of my sink now. And that's what I used to clean my makeup brushes with. And my oh. beauty blender. See? It gets that beauty blender so freaking clean, like brand <laughs> new. So I just got a big hunk of it sitting there. And I just 
subscription. Yeah, ours doesn't come in a tub. It's just like a, it's in a little box, a green and white box. And then it's a. Yeah, that's how the doo-doo of sun came in a little green Got box it. for me. But um, I don't, like I said, that has the honey in it, so I can't use that. Yeah. Huh. Smells so good. This smells like going back home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really opened the wound up your there. Tub. <laughs> I'm like this whole black line on my tub. Oh my <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so we're gonna move along to our favorite part of the pod: the Bayou Mystery. Do you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Um, sure. You go first. I had two drinks, or two sets of drinks to buy. Okay. So one is my sister's. So, um, we, but we snuck out to Atlanta, because, like, basically for my birthday, which was actually supposed to be my other sister's birthday trip, but we were just going in the summer, because my younger sister's a teacher. Anyways, we were supposed to go to Iceland. Iceland got canceled. Yeah. So... We went over to Atlanta, and my sister, like, planned the cutest vacation for us. And we really didn't go anywhere for the most part. We are mostly at home. But we are like, virtually visiting different countries and doing different things. Aww. I got to watch Hamilton with them, and I was whispering it in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just great. I enjoyed being with my sisters, and they are some of my favorite humans. I love them. And we're cute as hell. Our photo shoot was absolutely hot um and then the second um uh, drink i want to buy is for streaming devices because oh, i get to watch whatever i want however many times i want to all of the time mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm mm-hmm. like cable what's that <laughs> <laughs> the um the photo shoot you guys had which honestly your whole trip looked like a photo shoot I just like I loved each picture better than the next like they were all so great but y'all there's this one picture where everybody's got their serious face on and I'm going down the line and everybody's got their like serious you know I'm it face and then you get to Doyen and you can tell that she is like trying to hold in the smile <laughs> I was like Doyen just not do the serious thing. There's a picture you've probably seen it in our house in Mississippi, and it was for um, your line sister's one of her birthdays. So she was sitting down. Everybody's looking off to the corner. I'm looking straight, like kind of serious. <laughs> I'm looking straight at the camera, cheesing, and I'm like, <laughs> "This is me. I am just never. I'm not." there with everybody else i'm oh. always in my own world <laughs> <laughs> but you guys look like you had a blast and y'all look so beautiful i mean i was really yeah. jealous <laughs> and so that was the weekend john lewis died so we were walking mm-hmm. the belt line and somebody was painting um a mural with him on it so i mean because that is his 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 spot you know like atlanta is his area and so it was just good to see already like the outpouring of love for him um yeah so i super love my sisters we're all extra as hell 
<laughs> but when the, when the action is comes together, it's just so beautiful. And we had the McBride Sisters Black Girl Magic Rosé, and it's really good. I recommend you ordering some. It's delicious. Mm, I got to. I got to. <laughs> um, I want to buy a drink for friend of the pod, uh, Sorobi. Uh, Sorobi, st- she came on and did our skincare episode and gave us lots of great tips and pointers. That was a little over a year ago. And lo and behold, Sorobi has started her own skincare line. And two weeks in, she is sold out. She's been sold out I back know. to back. <laughs> um, I I was very fortunate enough to get to test one of the items. But now I'm trying to get me a full size because I have used up my <laughs> tester. And like, I mean, it keeps selling out, but... um. We're gonna we're we're gonna link that in the show too, so they can um yeah. see, um, yeah. and yeah, you just gotta get in early and get your shit ordered. But yeah, congratulations to Ruby. Two drinks on me. Um, we thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. And now doing is gonna tell you how you can talk to us. If I'm not taking pictures of my dog. Um, <laughs> she's so cute. She's so. Cute. She was just like she had her head poked out the door. I'm like, girl, do you want to leave or not? Like, you can go. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> uh, so we are on Instagram. It's poor life decision. One decision because we're changing them one at a time. It's also the same name of our Etsy page. Um, go on there and get you a sticker. Um, that says they contain alcohol and it's great on water bottles. If you're not telling on yourself. I keep thinking about putting on my water bottle, but I'm like, but I do put alcohol in there. I know, right? <laughs> I don't want the cops to pull me over and be like, what's in there? Because it's probably not water. Um, <laughs> uh, you can also, you know, get the mug. The mug's cute. And it does. it's a great vessel for holding whiskey and Coke and sometimes coffee and Kahlua. Just whichever. And whiskey. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, wherever you want to put on it in your pandemic life, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, we are on Twitter as POV Pod. We um, try to keep it lit with the tweets. Just come in and talk about random stuff. Both on Instagram and on Twitter, I will let y'all know when it's National Alcohol Day so that y'all can make poor life decisions with me. Doyen <laughs> is a bad influence. I am a wonderful influence hmm. when it comes to drinking. um yeah i think that's all you can always email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com please tell us what you want to talk about as far as life decisions we're more than happy to do the research and um you know come back and talk to y'all about it that's right slide in our dms we talk back okay um as always we always always ask you all to please head on over to itunes and leave us a five-star review. Even if you don't listen to us on iTunes, still, go over there and leave us a five-star review. Leave us a glowing, like a glowing review because it makes us happy. (laughs) And also, that is the best way to help the pod because as you leave reviews, it helps others to find us. Um, This week, I'm just going to let y'all know, it's not official, but it's official. We will be live tweeting Black is King. <laughs> so, yes. I mean, part of it is 
I don't think it's going to be very eloquent. So half of it is just going to be like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like your fave could never. I just, none of it's going to be eloquent. I got to watch it like three times to make I know, right? cognizant words about it. I know, but, right? But, you know, I want to enjoy the moment with y'all. So y'all mm. can tweet with us. We'll be there. What are we going to drink? Okay, we got to figure out something to drink. And we will let y'all know what we're going to drink. During... It's got to be like blackity black. Yes. Like Hennessy. It's <laughs> you know, Beyonce does deserve Hennessy. She does. Let me go. <laughs> Let does. me go uh, carry the wood and figure out my budget so I can see how much Hennessy Listen. I can afford. <laughs> Listen, okay. Oh, uh-uh, I get paid this week. It's all good. <laughs> that was last week. That's when I lost my mind at the liquor store. So. Okay, guys. It might, it might be a little handle. I'm just letting y'all know. We're going to have some Hennessy. <laughs> We're going to have some Hennessy. It's going to be some blacky black shit. <laughs> oh, I want like a um a t-shirt jersey dress. Can oh, I order wait, that? Wait, calm, calm, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> I'm calm going down. blacky black. <laughs> calm, calm down. <laughs> it's, it's all right. The Hennessy will I, take I care of I do have a white tee dress, but it's kind of big. But Anyways. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I have an oversized white t-shirt. I'll just put that on and that'll do. So, <laughs> anywho, again, we thank you guys. We hope that we brought some laughter and some joy to you. Um, I really hope that you guys get some use out of tips for battling mask knee because let me tell you, I was freaking out. Um, and again, we ask you all to please do your skincare routine. Drink your water. Wear your sunscreen. And don't forget to schedule your yearly physical. I know we've been at home for seven months now. I'm scared. But we still gotta have it. I'm, I, I'm I'm putting mine on hiatus. I mean, I'm uh, I, I'm nervous. At least the one for the lady bits. We don't have to. That's do the one I'm putting one. on hiatus. <laughs> I'm scared to go and open my legs up in the doctor's office. Like, what if she catch COVID? <laughs> She's not going to blow COVID in your crotch. She You'll might. be fine. She might. Good mm. day. <laughs> we love y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.